This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where pretty much every Sunday you get a whole nother bonus episode of this very podcast. You get me and Maureen talking at uh, you and to each other all over again because you become a member of something we call the Town Watch. That's if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level. That $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the Says who sticker club they're all bangers they're all great that's at 10 bucks and you get all them podcasts too what a deal patreon.com slash says who ah books that's it that's tweet then i just read the book yellow face which is amazing all right Um, but it's also a horror story about publishing okay and it it makes me feel like nothing's real and that all my reality has been. And so now whenever I try to talk about, cause I just read it recently. And then okay. so now when I try to talk about books, I'm like, but don't uh-huh. even buy my books. Everything is, I don't even know what anything is anymore. But the thing is, please do. Would you like a mystery? Would you like to depart reality and hang out in a mystery, cool mystery spot? Uh-huh. Truly is for you. Okay. Why do you look so troubled? This is yellow face by, R.F. Kuang? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. You can't miss it. It's everywhere. But it's also, it's a, oh boy. Having just finished it, it truly is like, (laughs) it's such a nightmare horror show run. It's good, but it's just, because I am in publishing and as an extra like, oh God, it's like somebody writing a horror story that takes place in your house. (laughs) Well, I've just added it to the list called Books mentioned on the podcast yep. over at kickbezosintheballs.org, our own little bookshop. So you can get that in one click if you want a horror story that seems to have sent Maureen into a spiral of questioning everything. It's a real nightmare story. It's a, it's like a heart. Yeah, it's it's good. But now Kick now bezosintheballs.org. Maybe I should and- just go. I become a plumber or something. You could. I would be a you terrible could. plumber. I follow somebody that is like a uh, chain stitcher and mm. artist on Instagram. And she just started to apprentice at a bridge painters union. So oh. anything is possible, Maureen. I just make like to that make, leap. Make sandwiches. Become a plumber. Sandwich TikTok. Sandwich talk. Mm-hmm. Do that. Do that. Anyway, that's a kick Bezos in the balls.org. If you're buying things on the internet, you can also go to merch.saysupodcast.com. That's our own little merchandise store where we have all kinds of good stuff that you could own. And if you also like good stuff that you could own, go to shop.dansinker.com. That's my little store. I sell one thing, soon two things, but right now one thing. It's a patch that says trying and it's orange. Shop.dansinker.com. Hi. Hi. Yeah, we forgot to discuss the intro. Uh, That's this space right yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know that you're uh, being recorded right now? Not mm-hmm. knowing what the intro is? I do. So, uh, but I, this is actually recording, Dan, so you're not, so do you know what your intro is? Or? I don't. Do you? <laughs> this is being recorded. I mean, it's always recorded. 
you imagine saying stupid stuff and having and knowing it's all being recorded? Yeah, I definitely can imagine that. Oh boy, and who who would do that, right? Dunno. Not us. <laughs> Only smart things. <laughs> A podcast that isn't a podcast. <laughs> it's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. You just have to wait for the moment of weakness. There's always a weak point if you're willing to wait. Just kind of test it a little bit. It's great. Say, is it? Say your name. I'm Maureen Johnson. I'm a little there bit worried about Dexy this morning. Why is that? Well, she's a very picky eater, but yesterday she gobbled up all her food and she wanted more. Okay. She's licking her bowl. She never does that. So I, okay. she gets a packet. These, I get her this Just Food for Dogs and it comes in a package. Okay. It's fresh food. So I gave her a second one, which she also ate because she was hungry. I was like, wow, that's great. She ate two packages. That's a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Well done. This morning she woke Oscar up needing to poop. Oh, yeah. And then needing to poop again. Yeah. And then the second he left, she needed to go again. Fun. And then she needed to go again. Oh, great. And then she barfed. Oh, fun. And now she's laying on the sofa just looking incredibly sad. And I feel so guilty because I feel like I did this to her. I mean, I don't think you really did it to her. She just looks so like, oh. Yeah. I'm worried. This is the difference between you as a dog owner and me as a dog owner. My dog owner's been shitting liquid for like a week. And I'm like, I guess I should probably call the vet. Yeah, you probably should. I mean, he usually clears up, but hasn't yet. She just looks Problem sad. with dogs is that they have no fucking common sense. And so our dog, who had a raging urinary tract infection for a very long time, finally got over that and then almost immediately ate something and now has stomach issues. It's like, come on, give yourself a fucking break here. Dexy is usually very controlled. The fact that she wanted more food was, I was like, great, I'll give her as much as she wants. Because she never wants to eat it all. Yeah. She ate it all. Yep. Now she looks so sad. Wow. I mean, it was similar to me, Dan, because I got an order. Of, okay, I need to tell your story. Okay. I mean, so we, that's kind of the point. We, we, had, we had a bunch of packages stolen earlier this year. So I've been on the eye out for, you know, I'm like trying not to get our shit stolen all the time. Yeah. And I had a big box of groceries order and then it vanished. And I was like, I'm going to find out. It was in the lobby when I left mm-hmm. to walk the dog. And when I came back, it was gone. And oh. I was like, I'm going to find out where it went because yeah. there's a video. I'm like, I'd like to just know where it went. Yeah. But weirdly, it turns out that one of my neighbors, as a favor, picked it up mm-hmm. and took it to their apartment. Sure. Why but, not? And then later the day in the day brought it it and played with it just brought it up to me and was like i've left you your box oh thanks neighbor but i mean they're very nice but i was like why did you why did you kidnap my groceries like i don't know so i'm like thank you and then like everybody was calling me and security was calling me and like then the bell the door was ringing because they were bringing me the box dexy was barking and i was like i I'm just not even going to try to figure out where anything else goes. Yeah. 
Um, because we really did have like a bunch of stuff stolen and we had to file yeah. police report and everything. And it was yeah. to get the money back and it was a pain in the ass. And this was just some groceries. Okay. But then I get it from Thrive Market. I get giant boxes of staples. You get it from what? It's called Thrive. Thrive. It's okay. like an online healthy grocery place. And I get okay. giant boxes of staples. Oh, so man. I'll order, that's a like, lot of staples. I'll order like all the oil. Got a lot of, a lot of papers you got to connect that's together. That's right. And those kinds of staples. It's, 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 no, it's funny. Don't know who needs giant boxes of that. Yeah. But okay. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but then sometimes they give you freebies. Huh? Okay. They get, they've stuffed all these freebies in yesterday. It was like snack pack freebies. Oh, Several cans of stuff. Some weird mm. mushroom jerky. They mm. also included, a Dan, a can of some kind of healthy Pringles. They're just Ooh. Pringles, but they're like, we're a healthy Pringle. I love a Pringle. And I stared at the can, Dan. Yeah. Because I'm trying not to eat stuff like that. Mm, but and it's then healthy. It, Literally, someone just shut. They're like, here you go. It's in your house now. Yeah. I was cooking dinner last night and the can's sitting there and I'm yeah. looking at the can. I'm like, I could open it and just eat like one or two. That's how, definitely how Pringles work. And then I'm looking at the side. I'm like, how many portions are supposed to be in here? And then it's like, it says six. Okay. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I could, tell, I could eat one or two. Sure. That's it. I could cans. totally do it. Dan, hmm. before I knew what was happening... Yeah. Half that thing was gone. I was oh, shoving yeah. the cracked pieces into my mouth. like That's how it works. Like, I I mean, it was like I was in a trance. Oh, yeah. One of those Pringles cans. Like that. That's like a serving, basically, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah. Truly. Yeah. You can. I pound. remember uh, your friend of my uh, mine, Hal Lublin of the We Got This podcast and Welcome to Night Vale and other things. One time described his uh, his recipe for a mint chip milkshake. Oh, my God. And it was vanilla ice cream and an entire sleeve of thin mint Girl Scout cookies whirred up in a blender together. And I was <gasps> like, that is the proper amount of thin mint Girl Scout cookies. I have to go lay on the floor and breathe quietly through my nose. Sounds good, right? Oh my god! Yeah. Although I d just disagree in the sense that I love a mint chip milkshake, but I just believe it should be made with mint chip ice cream. Yeah, but because mm, all the I mean, he might not to to his not to besmirch him. He right. might have not have portrayed it as a mint chip. Okay, shake. He I mean, might it sounds, have called sounds it a thin mint shake or something. Sounds like incredible. That. I mean, yeah. But anyway, that thing is in there. It's like something. It's like someone was like, "Here's your groceries," which for some reason got kidnapped, and in there is a snake, a delicious snake. A delicious snake. Oh, I like God. a Pringle. These were a sour cream uh, and mm. onion flavored. I my favorite Pringle is the salt and vinegar Pringle. It's good. That's oh a good God. Pringle. So I want. I know where they are, and I'm so hungry. Well, then they should eat them. I I think I have to destroy them. It's like my planners. Destroy I had, them with your mouth. I had to destroy it in order to be free. No. It's one tube. It's not like you've got a case of them. Just destroy it with your mouth and then it's gone. <sighs> you know where I am right now, Maureen? In your basement. Yes. But do you know where my basement is right now? In Chicago? Yeah. Do you know where Chicago is right now? In Illinois? Yes, but also, we're in the smoke. Oh, 
Oh. Finally got to us. I didn't realize that happened. Yeah, we're in the smoke. It's not as orange and fully apocalyptic as uh, when it hit New York, but last night it was weirdly hazy all day yesterday. We've been kind of hazy for most of the summer due to the smoke, but usually it is up in the upper atmosphere. And last night, Janice and I had to make a quick grocery run and she was all, what? What is that smell? I was like, oh, it kind of smells like a tire fire or something. Um, and But it was just kind of subtle, like that kind of like, oh, that's an odd smell. Hope it's not me, that kind of move. Mm. And uh, and then this morning it was like, ooh, this is not good. And everyone's phones are like, bleep, 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 air quality alert. And it's uh, you walk outside and it's like, ooh, boy, people are burning a whole whole mound of tires. I, Tell- I had to go to the post office today and I wore an N95 because it was real, real gross. I I just, this isn't helpful to say, Dan, but just the way things are now, you just feel like you you do everything, but like in, but everything's insane. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I did, I did as I was walking to the post office in a mask, I was like, well, at least I have a lot of these masks. Like, I I remember when COVID hit, friends of mine, and you couldn't get, you know, KN95s or N95s anywhere. Friends of mine in California were like, well, I have a whole supply because it's been burning here for like three years. And it was like, ooh, okay. So, and now we've got the opposite going. But boy, is any of Canada even left at this point? Because that shit has been burning for a long time. It's not great, Dan. It's no. <sighs> anyway, it's bad. Like we uh, went to bed last night with the windows open because it was cool and it's been cool and nice. But I closed them this morning, but I can already tell the damage has been done. We got our air purifier going hardcore, trying to scrub it all out. Here, here in New York. Someone described the air quality as like chowder, and that is accurate. It is, <laughs> it is swampland. Yeah, it's I like, saw a video. Of somebody it was poured rain yesterday. It did. It's very, very thick. I went out walking, and I got caught in it once. But it's just that it was so humid. I was just drenched. Yeah. It was like everybody was. I was like, is it me? Am I the only disgusting one that I'm just, just very moist from top, like just. It, it all just ah oh, thick, 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 thick air. Thick, thick, thick thicky checks air. Oh, everybody's me. Everybody's me. Thicky checks in my old dinosaur orchestra. Update, Dan. How was your two barbecues? No, oh, where you boy. had to explain what you do for a living. You know. Okay, so those of you that don't listen to the Town Watch, we recorded it on Saturday morning. I had two barbecues to go to on Saturday, both of which were with people I had not seen in a very long time. At the second barbecue, my very favorite thing in the whole world happened, which was the first, I don't know, 10 minutes was nothing but people walking up to me and going, I haven't seen you in like 10 years. It's like, okay, can we just just move to the point where we're just chatting instead of acknowledging this over and over and over again? Um... But both uh, barbecues were with people that I had not seen in a long time. One was a family reunion thing that 
had not been to since pre-COVID. And then one was a friend's, old friend's 50th birthday party. And I've not seen most of those people in a very long time. <sighs> Which came to the dilemma of the fact that every single conversation I was going to have at those parties was, so what are you up to now? And then I was going to have to be like, well, I'm a fucking clown. <laughs> but, uh, so I will say, so Maureen and I talked this over on the town watch. Mm -hmm. And I feel like at the first party, I actually did a pretty decent job of channeling some of your reinterpretations. I gave him a pep talk. I was going to be did. his hype man. And, uh, and also... The first party was helped by the fact that uh, I was there with my children, the younger of which, and there was a there was a large above ground pool. The younger of which took to like a fish, which was truly shocking, since uh, he has had uh, been quite nervous around water and even when we were at disney was nervous around the pools there and then this pool he just like was like well that looks great changed into a swimsuit climbed up a ladder got in the water was like right up to the bottom of his lip didn't care was in there for approximately three or four hours wow. um took a couple of quick breaks but uh then wanted to go right back in so there was also a focal point that was not me and my work and that was helpful the second one, I was much more tired, having just done an entire party. Uh, Janice was supposed to be going with me, which would have been great because she's much better in those situations, but got sick and did not go because she was quite sick. So I was solo. And as aforementioned, the first 10, 15 minutes of the party was nothing but people remarking on how long it had been since they'd seen me. Mm-hmm. I didn't do as well at that one. I was just kind of tired at that point. So it was a lot of, well, what are you doing? And literally me just going, oh, stuff. <laughs> Which it turns out isn't a satisfying answer. Mm. Well, what kind of stuff? The clear, unobvious follow-up question. Right. Which I was like, just things. Right. So it was a lot of that. Thankfully, they had a magician and the magician came. And once the magician had finished their magicianing, we stopped talking about what that I was, was doing. a 50th birthday party and someone hired a magician. Yeah, it was all out. Oh, it was pretty great. It was a good magician. <sighs> Dan, I am reminded once of when my friend was on the dating scene and wanted to go speed dating. Okay. And I was attached, but I, they really need to back up. Okay. They're like, please come speed dating yeah. with me so I don't go alone. Yeah. And so I knew that I was going to this event with no, like, disconnected. Like, I wasn't, right. I was, like, going undercover almost. Right. And so I had to go to 20 of these speed dates. Wow. Because it was, like, 20 people. Yeah. And they were like, what do you do? And I just said the first words that came to my mind. Yeah, why not? And those first words were professional trampolinist. Yes. Um, when you tell people that you're a professional trampolinist, they have follow-up questions. Oh, yeah. And as such, I believe I, I forget how many date offers I got that night. It was a lot. Oh, Dan, yeah, I'm sure. Because I was just spewing crazy shit left and right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm on the trampoline circuit. 
a couple injuries set me back, but you know, um, yeah, no, I, that's what I do for a living. I, I trampoline. That's something. Okay. And then you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, you would leave them wanting more. Oh yeah. I was real popular. I think I got 18 offers. (laughs) I seriously, everybody's like, the fuck just happened? And I was like, see ya, ding. <laughs> and that's the way all conversations should be. There should be a two-minute timer. Yes. Then, you, then you're out. That would be the best. You get you just get to say his crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I started setting a bunch of fires recently, you know, after the murders. But um, I'm really thinking a lot about developing. Uh, I want to I, see you later. Yeah, I'm keeping a jar of uh, eyeballs in my office right now. Yeah, collect them. You can get them. After people die, sometimes they the families will sell them to you, and you can keep them. Well, Ding. I have a – hey, so what's going on? Uh, yeah, I started um, – yeah, you know about this new TikTok trend of eating your own plants, even that when they're not edible? It's a whole thing now. Like, I do it all the time. I just eat all my plants. Some of them are poisonous, which – led to this one thing happening, which I don't even know what to, hey, what's going on? I am, uh, there's a whole new thing now where you translate books from other languages, but the whole thing is you don't speak the language. Yeah, no, seriously, I've been translating out of like um, Russian and, oh no, I don't speak a word. But that, I mean, I mean a little, hey, what's going on? I am, well, I was only in jail for, oh, you didn't know? I was in jail for like a little tiny, like it was two and a half weeks and it was the fraud case. Oh, you didn't hear about the fraud case? Ding. Hey, what's going on? I am working on Sesame Street. I sit under Oscar's trash can. Um, No, I don't work Oscar. I just sit under his trash can. Someone actually plays the trash can. Did you know that? I do it. Seriously, that's my job. I sit under the trash can and it doesn't do anything, but... Uh, well, I got, hey, what's going on? I have decided to get into professionally, uh, I collect, did you, I collect file cabinets. It's a huge market right now. It's big. There's file cabinet TikTok. There's some of them, I mean, I have ones that go back to like 1861 and I opened one and I found the most amazing. Ding. Hey, how you long can make me to this day? <laughs> Forever. It's never stopping. We found our new format, and all I have to do is say ding. How many did I do? I don't even know. I don't know when we started. I lost track of all time. All I did was wait for the opportune moment to say ding. All I did was look around my office, and I saw a plant, and I saw when a file cabinet. file cabinet, I realized what you were doing. <laughs> It's like it's like the usual. It's like Kaiser Sose, but stupid. <laughs> I wonder how long I actually could Ding. go. Prob- pro- hey, what's going on? Yeah, I well, uh, you probably heard about my sinkhole. Yeah, I fell into a sinkhole. Um, I wasn't. I was down there for like three hours. Uh, it was a hollow sidewalk situation. Um, so it was when the cars hit. Ding. I was hey, what's going on? I work at a stapler factory now. Um, I just got into it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do this now. I you can do it too. Ding. Nope, I can't. Why not? 
because I'm the only one that can ding. Hey, what's going on? I um I do tr- bespoke beard trimming on. It's like a I it's I get really really into it. I do really really sharp points. Um, I actually got started uh, with, via my podcast partner Dan, who has a big long white beard, and somebody kept asking him to braid it, and Ding. I was like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> All right. All we right, we stop. can stop. Where any of it, I don't, it's like I go into a trance. Yeah, it's impressive. Can you just see the, the light just go out in my eyes? Yeah. And I just start. You just stare off into the middle distance. It's like you are truly somewhere else. Yeah. That was, that's that what was I, incredible. That's what I did. And it turns I, out. Yeah. But um, yeah, I worked that trampoline angle pretty hard. And um, yeah. So that's what just what I suggest at at future barbecues. It's a good idea. You know, um, just go for it. So the second you hear, what are you working on right now? Just ding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm solving a cold case. There you go. I don't know. I can't really talk about all the details yet. But yeah, no, I'm actually, I have solved a cold case, like a murder case. And I'm going to be making a, oh, sorry, I got to go get my son from the pool. (laughs) <laughs> that was basically it. Yeah. Most, much of that first party was me going, I can't believe he's doing this. It's, it's amazing. Am- it's which kind it, of a, it was. It's amazing how people can just keep talking even though they're being recorded. Yeah. We're, we're not there yet. We're not there nope. yet. First, nope. we got to talk about the thing that we don't understand, which is everything. But specifically, go for it. Well... When thinking about what news happened this week, obviously there is the absolutely bonkers situation that unfolded over like 24 hours in Russia this weekend, where the head of the mercenary group suddenly had all of his mercenaries drive toward Moscow before suddenly turning around about 100 miles from the Kremlin and taking refuge in Belarus. And Maureen, I don't know any fucking way to deal with any of that. I felt like every single historian and scholar was like quick and then they and then they just watched it all just reverse and s- something happened. I guess we'll find out eventually what that shit was all about. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like, know. It was weird. Yeah, everyone said, "Oh, I guess there's a civil war in Russia." Oh, guess not. Putin is a forgiving guy, so Oh yeah. I- I'm sure that's fine. It's going to be but just that's, peachy. That's the mysterious part. Like, was it a planned thing? Was it unplanned thing? What's it like? Yeah. What, what's going on in Belarus? Yeah, it was all very strange. It did remind me of uh, back when I was in high school and like the Soviet Union collapsed, the Berlin Wall fell and just how weird and confusing all of those moments were because it was like, is this real? Is this not real? What's what is happening here? That's how it all felt. <laughs> and I still couldn't tell you if it was real or not real. It was very, very strange. Yeah. So we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. So we're not really talking about that, other than to say it was, in fact, totally bananas. But Maureen, I feel like there's one thing that we do have a little bit of expertise on, especially the amazing part near the end that I'm not going to spoil right now. Not even near the end, at the end. Which is, there's this little indictment of Donald Trump that's going I know, down. I know a guy. Mm-hmm, I know that guy too. F-Y-I. 
that guy. Anyway, one of the pieces of evidence in the indictment against Trump that was cited in the indictment by quotes was uh, was parts of an audio recording that Trump that that by the quotes made it seem like Trump was apparently showing Iran invasion documents to some folks at his Bedminster golf course. Now, Trump last week gave a fairly incoherent interview. I mean, that's not that surprising to Fox News's Brett Bayer. And in that interview, he insisted that he was not presenting classified material in those conversations, despite the fact that they had direct quotes of him saying things like, well, this is classified. Instead, he said he was simply talking about, quote, newspaper stories, magazine stories, and articles. So... That seemed to be at the time that was reported as like, well, this is his going to be his defense is that the is that the indictment took things out of context. Well, CNN obtained a copy of that recording. It is a conversation from July 2021 with a publisher and a reporter who are working on a memoir of Mark Meadows and sat down at Bedminster with Donald Trump and Maureen Johnson. It is time for the long-awaited return of Says Hooster Peace Theater. Playing the role of Donald Trump will be Maureen Johnson. Playing the role of woman will be dancing we join in a room at the Bedminster New Jersey golf course of Donald Trump uh, these are bad sick people that was your coup against you when Miley's talking about how they were trying to do a coup, they were trying to do that before you were even sworn in, trying to overthrow your election. Well, uh, with Miley, let me see that. I'll, sh- I'll show you an example. Uh, he said uh, that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing how I have a big pile of papers and this thing just came up? Look, this was him. He, they presented me this. This is off oh. the record, but they presented me this. This oh. was him. This was the Defense Department and him. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. Pages long. Wait, let me see here. Uh, I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it's uh, highly confidential. The secret. This is uh, is secret (laughs) information. Uh, look at this. You you attack. Uh, Hillary would have printed that out all the time. <laughs> she'd send it to Anthony Weiner. By, by the way, isn't that incredible? I was just thinking that because we were talking about that, he said he, he wanted to attack Iran. But he did. This was done by the military and given to me. I think we can probably declassify it. See, as president, I could have declassified it, but now I can't. Well, now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? It's so cool. And you probably almost didn't believe me. And now you believe me. It's incredible, right? Hey, bring some Cokes in, please. (laughs) 
Bring some Cokes in, please, Maureen. That's how it ends. Dan, I have some questions. Mm-hmm. The first is, who do you think leaked this? Uh, I, that's a good question. I mean, obviously, the recordings are were given to the uh, prosecutors, right? Mm-hmm. But my gut would be this was the, the, reporter. the people involved in the actual recording. I don't think it was leaked. I don't think the prosecutors would have gone so far as to leak actual full-on audio tape. And they could be paid for this? Uh, no, probably not. CNN doesn't typically pay for that kind of thing. That's more of a, like, you know, National Enquirer kind of move. <sighs> I think that likely it had to do with umbrage over how he uh, misrepresented the conversation. You know? This really is just... It is stupid Watergate again, Dan. I mean, this is... It's just, well, here I am criming. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Isn't that interesting? Isn't, Isn't that interesting? interesting? Isn't I that interesting? I could have declassified it, but now uh, I can't. I can't. Isn't that interesting? In, in, isn't that interesting? It's so cool. I do appreciate the part where he is sh- already showing the stuff and then realizes and says, well, this is off the record. As if that somehow magically removes mm. the fact that he is revealing classified documents that A, he shouldn't have, to B, people that absolutely should not see them. What difference do you think this will make, Dan? I mean, none. I mean, Mm. in in what capacity? In people that would like him, not liking him? Zero. Mm. In the, you know, continued prosecution of the case? Oh, it's probably pretty compelling. Yeah, it's the the continued prosecution of the case, I think, that I'm... Yeah. I mean, this case has, from jump, felt extremely cut and dry. You know, I mean, it's essentially it is you had documents that were classified that you should not have had. And we asked for them back and you would not give them back. And we asked for them back and you lied and said that you had given them back and we asked for them back and you said you wouldn't give them back. And then we went to look for them and then you moved them. Like, I mean, it is one of those things where there's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of wiggle room. Yeah. Here's some pictures of them. Here's yeah. you talking about having them. Yeah. Here's a picture of you standing in front of them holding a sign that says, I shouldn't have these. <laughs> but the interesting thing was parts of this conversation are included in the um, in the indictment, but actually hearing it all said. And mm. the, the funniest part to me is just how much there is shuffling of papers that is picked up. So it, there isn't even the ability to say like, I wasn't oh, showing well, you we weren't really talking about the papers because he's like, you'll hear like shuffle, 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 shuffle. Whoa, well, look at this. Oh, like, here. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't yeah. be showing you this one. Here's the plans for the Death Star. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But then the true beauty, and I appreciate the news organization's not cutting this part off. Hey, bring some Cokes in, please. It's a good closer. When you are busy criming, mm-hmm. nothing goes down easier than a nice cold Coca-Cola. You think he's drinking regular or diet? Those are diet, diet. right? Okay. Oh, yeah. 
That uh, guy is like half aspartame. The other day, the diner that we always order from forgot to send us like part of the meal. Okay. And so they sent someone back with it. Okay. And um, as kind of a sorry, mm-hmm. uh, they put just put in a Diet Coke. Oh, okay. We, well, it, it, and it arrived like a, an hour after we finished eating and they're like, here's your side salad. And we were like, and obviously we tipped the guy and said, thank you. But we were like, you probably shouldn't have bothered. Like it's right. Yeah. it wasn't really worth it. Sending, the, sending that poor guy out and, you know, but thank you. And thank you for this diet Coke, which we yeah. don't drink. So it's just sitting in our, our fridge, this weird diet Coke that every time I look at it, I think, and Donald Trump has a guy that just gives him diet Coke and moves around his documents. There Dan, you go. Dan, what's going to happen? Well, in this indictment, um, so my wish might come true because prosecutors put in a request to move the trial date to December. Okay. Uh, largely based on the fact that the current trial date is in a month and a half and the process of getting security clearance for Trump's lawyers has not even begun yet. So they're basically saying this isn't going to like you all need enough time to review this stuff and the time this is going to take is going is, to is not going to happen. So uh, Trump's people need to respond to that before the judge will make a decision there. But uh, and they have not. Uh, additionally, probably the man that was on the other end of the bring some cokes in, please request Walt Nauta, Donald Trump's uh, Donald Trump's Diet Coke valet. The man on the other end of the button, all through the White House, and now his in, his co-indicted person. He was actually today supposed to. I was looking this up as you were as you were talking. He was supposed to have his arraignment today. He did not. He was not arraigned when Trump was arraigned because he did not yet have a lawyer. Um, Trump very nicely not including him in his defense apparently. Um, and uh, so he was supposed to be arraigned today, but apparently did not make it due to his flights being canceled by storms. Not sure where he was coming from. Oh, he was in New Jersey with Trump. Hearing was yeah. scheduled to happen one day after about 8,000 U.S. flights were delayed or canceled due to severe storms, including in the Northeast. So there you go. But Dan, so I forget, when was it scheduled to be? When was the trial itself supposed yeah. to begin? The 14th yeah. of August. Right, okay. The Almost impossible. certainly won't be happening then. Um, they now have a date to kind of begin some of the pretrial stuff um, on the 14th of July. So, uh, and I believe that largely that is supposed to be about how they will handle the classified document side of things. And meanwhile, mm -hmm. Georgia looms. Now Georgia we're getting looms. Into, we're getting into the zone. Yeah. Of Georgia. Three. Very possible. Probably in a month or a little more. So that's exciting. And there were uh, there were reports this week that Jack Smith's other uh other investigation, which was into 
uh, January 6th and election denial and all of that, that he is now beginning to offer immunity deals to fake electors. <laughs> so that one, that one feels like the dark horse, but uh, you can hear it's, you can hear it's little hooves in the background. Dan, how do we get anything done? That's a good question. You know I, just, I, mean? I just came out of an extraordinarily busy week. And yesterday, I only had sort of a normal number of jobs to do. And it was like, oh, look at all this time I have. And you know what I thought? What else could I do? No. You did not do that. But Dan, I just hmm. meant in terms of reality itself. Oh. I don't know. It's because if you look at it even for, for six extra seconds. You know, Ding. Uh yeah, I am I'm taking a lot of psilocybin and I'm uh, I just opened up a weighted blanket factory. Um so a lot of my work has been in how to trip on mushrooms and under a weighted blanket. And the thing Ding. that I found, hey, what ha uh, I have uh, gone undercover. Uh, I can talk about it now because it's over. But um, I was uh, with a money laundering gang who operated out of uh, a Six Flags. And that is actually really good cover for your money laundering because if you... Um, uh, I'm just going to let you go on this one. You don't want to hear about my money laundering out of a Six Flags. I wanted you to reveal all the secrets of money laundering. No. Never understood it myself. Yeah, it's confusing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because it's all money. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, uh, it's, it's, it, it does baffle me, this concept of that the money exists here, and then it kind of just comes out, but like, in the resources of somewhere else, but surely the input, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's not no. for me, Dan. I don't nope. understand anything. I definitely don't understand anything. That's become well, painfully clear. Well, Dan. Hmm? The fact that, but the fact now that we have the tape of the criming. Yeah. Which was the thing that really brought down Richard Nixon. Truly, right. it was the Lordy There Are Tapes. The fact that we're just so beyond that. Right. That it doesn't matter. Anymore. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I know if I played this for Trump loving relative, they would just say, okay, so now do Biden. Right. I sometimes marvel at the fact that we are living in a world where Donald Trump has now been twice impeached. Mm-hmm. And twice indicted mm -hmm. with at least probably a third on the way. Mm -hmm. And yet somehow it feels still like the man is never, ever, ever going to see any justice. <laughs> like, had you told us four years ago, you know, don't worry, the guy's going to be indicted and impeached two times over. I guess four years ago, he was already impeached once, wasn't he? If you had told uh, us five years ago, uh, we would have been like, wow, what a wonderful turn of events. And also, you know, and we're still waiting on all the insurrection stuff past us. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that. Well, don't worry. Well, I mean, and also there was the uh, the, the the worldwide, you know, panda. What? Yeah. There's a reason why we're all tired. Yeah, there is a reason why we're all tired. You know and what I mean? All of these things. But Dan, I am going to Philly on Thursday. Oh, good. Uh, they reopened I-95 after 12 days. And uh, there was remarkable, a... Remarkable, actually. And, and uh, there was a video of Gritty going across along with the Philly fanatic. <laughs> Perfect. So I'm sure that's I... not... I am working on a project that I can't go into a lot of detail on, but I learned that the, the guy that designed Gritty mm. is like, really? They chose that one? Like, imagine making something that iconic, and that was the one that you were like, okay, but just this one's just here as bullshit. But he's the best that's ever been. I know. I know. I mean, he's perfect. But I know that feeling as like somebody that has done design work. You always kind of have to give a few different versions to a client. And there's always that thing of like, well, I should probably throw one more in. They better not pick this one because it's terrible. And then almost inevitably they pick that one. Apparently that is the story of Gritty. Well, then now that means I have an easy passage to downtown Philadelphia. If, yeah. I, if I choose to go, because you know who else is going to be in Philadelphia this weekend? The Moms for Liberty. Oh, good. Having their giant conference in Philadelphia this weekend. Oh, nice. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. Perfect. The ones that this week quoted Hitler hmm. in their newsletter. Look, you know, who hasn't? Dan. It feels like I'm pulling on a slack rope now. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, okay. <laughs> just quoting Hitler. Yeah. Just criming on tape. I don't even know. None of us even know what to do anymore. Yeah. How do we get the juice back? <laughs> Which is, wh what juice? The lively engagement, understanding reality, participating in society juice. Ding. Yeah, I've been spending a lot of my time at Bedminster moving around documents. I'm so tired. <laughs> Makes me so tired talking about it. Yeah. It's going to be two it's going to be 2 years of this basically. Oh yeah. But it's already been almost 7. So, you know, what's another 2? This time we're actually going to be doing it sitting in a room of fire. <laughs> a literal. A li based on the slightly orange glow out my window right now, a literal room of fire. How can we bring people back? How can we? I realized it actually made a little bile come into my throat just thinking about it all. Great. We need to go up, up, up. A lot of the, I asked about counter protests this week. And a lot of them are dance parties. Oh, counter protests of the moms of uh, the moms, moms for liberty. Yeah, yeah. And a bunch of them are dances. Well, I could that's think nice. Of, I could think of worse ways. Yeah, you totally. Know? There's a surprising number of them. Apparently, this conference is larger than makes me happy. Okay, it's pretty big. Yeah, um, and I feel like I just feel like these are 
It's like they have Hitler quotes written in the live, laugh, love font. You know what right. I mean? Like on oh, a yeah. on a sign that's like should be like life's a beach, except it's like Hitler. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do see everything that they say written in that 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 insp- that font, that oh, font, yeah. that font thing. I once saw a tweet about that font like, under that caption. Maybe it was Achilles use that it said was it. it was like these. Are, this is like. Things that seem racist but aren't, and it's that yeah. font. Hundred percent. I think of that. It that was Aquila. I think of that every single time I see that font. Yeah. Every single time I see that font. Well, Dan, if I if I can, I'm going to be going down there, doing a little dancing. Maybe. Just I love sounded it. sounded like the door to my apartment just opened and closed. Maybe it was Dexy going out for a boop. On her own. Do you need to go investigate that? Someone's here. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. You're here. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Oscar just walked in. Okay. I was nervous there for a minute. So was I. I heard a banging, and then you just went, someone's here. And I thought, oh, no. That would be a grip. Ding. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> I'm just going to... And everything's okay? Okay. It was huh. genuinely, did you see the kind of color drain yeah, out of my yeah. face? You did not have a good look on your face. You had, you had a look of actual fear there for I had, a moment. I, had the, I heard the door and then I heard the dog moving. Like I heard the jingle of her collar and I was like, because yeah. he's never usually home now. Right. Ding. I, that was a nice little tension. Like it really dropped the tension. I was like, oh, I guess I just get murdered now. Yeah. I really was like, oh boy. Oh no, I'm about to be witness. Yeah. To something terrible. I still I kind of still want to know why he's why he's home. I just I'm worried. He's he's shaking his head. You're not sick? Okay, great. <laughs> he's just sitting in the room with you right now, silent? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the and Dexy looks more oh, she's doing a little butt thing. She seems okay. Okay. I'm fine. Now I'm concerned. No, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Ding. See, this is how you do it. Yeah. I built a little story into this by accident. You did. It was good. Did, did I really look scared? You did. What Were did you? it look? What it? Yeah, I think a little bit. I wasn't... It was when you moved your. She reached up and moved one of the cups off of her ear off of yeah. the the headphone cup and you just you had this look of true concern yeah i definitely heard something i wanted to make sure it wasn't just yeah yeah i'm fine you guys i'm a wreck <laughs> it's good <laughs> definitely it's a it's a sign that things are going well when your partner comes home and your immediate thought is i'm about to be murdered in my home I didn't think it was him. I, I thought it was him. Well, I thought it was him. And I was like, did I leave the door unlocked? Did I? But Dexy, if someone else was there, Dexy would have let out a. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. But not if she was feeling bad. Oh, she's, she seems happy now. Okay. Well, that. It, I'm okay, I, you guys. I'm okay. I, I have like an adrenaline. Ugh, so do now. I. Yeah. I have an adrenaline slump. Because so I was. Fi- say. Talking about the news really made me feel, you know, kind of drained. But then yeah. I was like, oh, it's finally here. 
sweet release. I was the kid that was always prepared for the murderer because I read a lot of mystery stories. Okay. So I would lay awake in my bed planning escape routes. All right. I'm sure other people did this. Yeah. Like, okay, here's what I'll do. When I hear the noise, the first thing I'm going to do is go behind the closet there. I'm going to get into the very, very back. And there's a curtain rod in there. And I'll bend the curtain rod. Like, yeah. Like that. I had, I always had a, I always had a plan. That was a big lunchtime recess conversation among me and my friends, but it was about kidnappers Mm. and how you would thwart kidnappers if they came for you. And the one I distinctly remember was bragging that I would do a wheelie on my bicycle and bonk them in the head and then ride away. Sweet. And Johnson, let me tell you, I couldn't do a wheelie on my bicycle. Sounds awesome, though. I, I think a lot about children and just how all they do is lie. <clears throat> like that kind of thing where everyone's talking about how they're going to thwart kidnappers and, you know. Like they're like everyone's preparing for their own home alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, but said with such conviction, like, oh, well, I'll just pop a wheelie high enough to hit an adult in the head mm. and that will knock them out and then I will roll away. You still seem confused. He's still here. You, you, do you want to really start confusing him? Yeah. Ding. So anyway, there. Are, I'm too tired. Because <laughs> if you just started rapid fire listing random weird shit, he because he is not hearing me. Right. So he. Would, oh, you think he would, doesn't hear weird shit all day long? Listen, you know what? Yeah, now that you put it like that. This man absorbs more weird shit than anyone I have. He, he sometimes says things to me like, I try to explain to people, but they just wouldn't get it. Because I'm far weirder to live with than I ever am. I believe it. In, um, I make him watch a lot of my dance moves. <laughs> Let's see, you can use those for the Moms of Liberty. They're really good, by the way. I have well, a new I dance every day. Uh, every a lot of, day? A lot of, oh, God, Dan, I'm always dancing. I always have little song lyrics. I, that part, we all know. Little jokes. Do you, I, I, have a, I have a quick follow-up question, Maureen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that the minivan under the sea is a mini grave under the sea, how do you feel about your song? I still feel okay about it. Yeah, I feel okay about it, too. Um, that is, somebody again, put up a meme today that was like a picture of James Cameron in his super sub that was like published and peer studied. And the other one was of that guy. And it said, I did my own research. (laughs) It's dark, but it's accurate. It is. It's true. Well, speaking of dark and accurate, says who is made possible by you. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. That's our Patreon where every Sunday, pretty much every Sunday at least, you get a whole nother bonus episode of this. If you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, that $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. That is every month you get a sticker. It is brand new every month. It is only available that way. Patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter at says who at omfg.town on Mastodon. Hey, that's H-E-Y at says who podcast.com via email. You can join the discussion 
on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Uh, if you want to join the fan run discord server, you can visit tinyurl.com slash says who discord, but whatever you do, spread the word, subscribe, leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you can listen. And you can join us on July 5th. Why not? For our very next episode. Dan, I've had a day of jump scares. My mom called me at 8.50 this morning and I was like, who died? And she's like, no, I just wanted to tell you I, I needed to confirm the date for dad's party. Because okay. I'm asking people. But again, it was like, huh, huh, huh. people keep showing up when I don't expect them to. My neighbors are kidnapping my groceries. I read a novel that really made me tense. Yeah. And I, I had gone all those speed dates. <laughs> I have a kind of I feel, you know, that feeling in your head when you've been hyperventilating, there's just a kind of like, like running across the forehead. I have that now. Okay. Well, then from my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. I work in a Jack in the Box factory. (laughs) I got a job at KFC, uh, but I fell into the deep fryer. Just say your name. I model. Um, I model eyeglasses for Warby Parker. Okay. I ate an entire modular sofa on a dare. <laughs> <laughs> this has been says who. I'm working as a manicurist in Plano, Texas. Ding. I'm on the run from the mob. Ding. I'm a bartender at the St. Louis airport. Ding. All my teeth fell out and I sold them to a circus. And there's the toilet flushing. (laughs) Bye. Bye.